Know thyself, know thy enemy. A thousand battles, a thousand victories. Welcome to Garage Time. Let's get into it. Philosophical there, hmm. feeling feeling uh, intelligent. I don't know. I, I don't sound intelligent. Now, do yeah, I? They're I'm all they're all pretty stuffed. like non discernible, right? Saw it on a bumper sticker driving into the garage. That's so. about right. That's about right. That, and this time it was like a samurai stick figure family on the back of it, chopping your stick figure family in half. Yeah, it's like. Uh, and then I saw I saw the other one. Uh, I I think when you buy. When you buy uh, truck sunglasses and a trucker hat, mm-hmm. and you take your first selfie inside your car, mm-hmm. you you can post that banner picture on Facebook that says it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Mm-hmm. Like, like you can't do that. You can't post that on there until you post that selfie of you yelling at someone in your truck. This is true. This is true. Does Sun Tzu just do the opposite thing, right? Is it just like, it's better to be the strategist than not the strategist? I mean... Sun Tzu. It's not wrong, and so like... It isn't wrong, and yeah. And the, and most people... So there's like two... There's two very distinct veins of people who quote Sun Tzu. The mm. people who like actually read his work, and then Facebook truck selfie guy. The people that may or may not have saved the free PDF of Art of War on their phone and have never read it. I don't even, I don't even think that far. Probably not. It's just like the shareable Facebook community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't even think Sun Tzu didn't even say it'll, it'll that. Be I don't like, think he even no. said that. It'll be like, like a Chinese. picture of like Jesus on a cross, like on Calvary, and it'll be, and it'll be better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a warrior. Like, well, I don't quite think we're on the same plane here. Both of this this visual and and that proverb mm. both have messages. I just don't think they're telling the Anything. same story. He was the gardener in this story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wrong. Well, either way, I mean, we'll find out who reads Sun Tzu, mm. really, because Facebook doesn't exist anymore. Well, it might be back I up think now. It is. I think it is. But there was a five-hour period where the apocalypse was upon us, so I've been told, from the Facebook people that couldn't quite post on Facebook. Which is really odd, because I felt the absence of, of an overwhelming sense of dread, just randomly. Yeah. I was like, I can breathe. Yeah, it feels nice. This, uh, this massive 800 million ton weight is yeah, now off just, me. I, feel, I might go for oh, a walk. Yeah. I might just step outside today. Wow. And then like around like 4.30, mm. it kind of was like, my chest is tight. Yep. Which I shouldn't joke because there was a point where uh, Facebook actually kind of being down kind of scared me. Had a buddy had a had a scare yesterday, like went into like AFib mm. randomly. It was like, you know, in his 30s. And um, for whatever reason, it just. He was at, at a local establishment that we like to frequent and with a bunch of people and just was not good. I'm um, guessing the Facebook connection is you found out through Facebook. Well, so he told me, so we're in a group chat, right? And so today, you know, so he's staying overnight at the hospital, right? Um, and so I said today, I was like, hey, you know, I was like, I think I was like, how, I was like, did you enjoy your stay? 
And he like just didn't answer. And I mm. like went about my day at work and I'm like, no, he didn't answer. And I look mm. back and I'm like, uh, and I like was like trying to check if he was like online. And I'm like, oh, okay, wait a minute. Facebook doesn't work. All down. Doesn't work. Completely disconnected. So update, not dead. They're not dead. So that's good. Unfortunately for everybody else, Facebook is also not dead. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, well, not well, like half of everybody else. Well, yeah. Did you see that he literally lost like seven billion dollars today? You know what makes me even more mad? Is that's not gonna make a dent in any personal wealth issues that he may or may not have. Yeah, I mean it's like what a system we have. Like man who is richer than, you know, the other seven point X billion people mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. face of the earth loses all like loses an amount of money that is more than all of them combined mm-hmm. because a website didn't work. And all of this is pretend money at the same time. Yes. Right? It's real. Well, the fact that he, he was able to lose $7 billion lose in five hours proves the, that it's that fake. That it's just make-believe yes, numbers yes. that exist in the ether. Now, here's the real question. Do system. you think the videos of him summarily executing his employees will violate Facebook policies and thus be taken down by Facebook? Or do you think they'll end up being stay, stayed up? Even though they will violate policies, do you I think mean, they're going to let them stay up? I'm more afraid for this whistleblower than... I would have been for like someone like Edward Snowden. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like she's in far more peril. Yes. Like he's just has he just has to worry about like governments. Yeah. Well, he's they, now he got anything. the fucking robot from iRobot after him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or she does. Like think about that. Yeah. Like Will Smith almost lost to the iRobot. And the only robot. reason he won is because he was Will Smith. This woman, Not as Will fantastic Smith. as she may be, for all that we for all the allegedly yes for allegedly. all that we know. Is not Will Smith. Is not. Now, it could be. I have not seen her and or Will Smith in the same room together, so that possibility have not, exists. I have not verified, but as of now, mm. this moment of this recording, not Will Smith. Yes, the reporting that we have, so not Will Smith. the money is on, short money is on mm. iRobot Man. Yeah. Who drinks water out of his fake lips. It's so hard. Like, we had a, not, not being able to drink water had a moment these past couple of years, right? Yeah, had, it's, it's, it's been rough for the water. You had Mr. Two Hands and Big Lips, yeah. which I'm used to seeing that, you know, with my children, kindergartner. Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't have to put all of your mouth over that. One hand will do. It's not that heavy. lips, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to just insert full opening, right? <laughs> not necessary. We're not ducks, right? And now Zuckerberg, iRobot Man, just... Mm-hmm. And it's like, listen, we know you don't take water. Yeah. It's like a social program it's that you put in your brain. It's going down a pipe that squirts out by your heel yeah. and just get your pant leg a little wet. Well, hopefully Will Smith can is either this woman or can reach out to help mm-hmm. this woman because yeah. she's going to need it. Yeah. So if anybody knows Will Smith, you know, shoot him a line. Let him know we're, don't we're email, thinking about Don't email. Don't message him on Facebook. No, no Facebook Because that messenger. will tip them off. And don't post it on Instagram or WhatsApp. Hmm. So I guess like if you have carrier pigeons, get the message to Will Smith somehow. You can send him a tweet. Although birds aren't real either. Birds aren't real. They're surveillance units. Yes. So don't send a So I guess you got to go to his house. I don't like advocating that, but I can't see you it You could probably send up like a smoke signal and Jaden would find it. Hmm. He's into that. Yeah, so you could get him and then he could get Will. You think Jaden calls or, Will, Will, and not Dad? I, I bet you he does. He say, hey, Will. Or you could, he probably calls him something fucking weird. 
Like something like, what would someone that wore like crystals around their neck, like what would they call their mm-hmm. father that they're like slightly estranged from? Parental figure? It's just something. Parental weird. unit? We need to find Jada. Actually, take that. Now. We need to find whoever Jada's fucking. There it is. And they will lead us to Jada. And then she'll go on a podcast and talk about that. And then that's where she'll get Will's attention. Mm-hmm. He'll hear about her fucking someone else again. Mm-hmm. But also the important thing that right. he needs to help this former Facebook employee not be killed by right. the iRobot. Well, we got, yeah, we got a honeypot this whole situation to get Will without alerting the fake birds or Facebook. This sounds very difficult. This is very Sun Tzu like of us, mm-hmm. right? Talking about like setting the strategy, right? You may not be particularly happy about the posting of this episode, but I think you would like the powwow we're having about the strategy. I'm. Look, unless this is all diversion, so we send Zuckerberg in the wrong way. Maybe we're not even looking for Will Smith. Yeah, we're looking for even know Tommy Lee. I don't know. We're going for the other Men in Black. Good luck, iRobot. So there it is. See, see if you can figure it out. Probably have less resources to find us now that you don't have. Now that you're seven seven billion billion dollars poor. I just had to like fact check myself as I was about to pronounce the B in billions. Mm, I'm like, wait a minute. That can't can't have, be and right. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I forgot we live in this awesome world where. Uh, okay, moving on. Sorry. Yeah. Almost, almost, <laughs> almost went down a vein. Look, I'm happy, right? And I think he has every right to keep making all that money. And I will die on the vine to make sure he can keep making it. And Does I'll, he own Vine too? Pro- I mean, Vine doesn't really exist anymore, but... Anyways. Aw. Hulu's having trouble playing. This Uh is a weird, weird football day. There was a a lightning delay in Southern California. That's a sign of the times. I wonder, was it... And it's also a dome, so... Was it, like, real lightning, or was it, uh, like, wildfire lightning? You know, like, because fires can create Mm -hmm. their own, like... Lightning tornadoes? Like weather systems. It's Mm -hmm. fucking weird. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was uh, Zuckerberg doing the hard reset of the servers. Bolt from Zeus did it. That that came from a satellite. Yeah. That was the recharge button, right? He had to to restart Skynet, Mm -hmm. which takes a lot of Quite a bit of juice. Quite a bit of juice. Anyways. uh, And something more fun. Did you hear about Turkish Man? Hmm. It's like Florida man. Yeah, but... it is, and you'll you'll understand why. Actually. Okay. So a Turkish man, mm. like a fifty-year-old carpenter, just went out on the sauce. Right? He listened to our he listened to our nights out episode. This was prior. yeah. Okay, I think I do know where this. Yeah. Is going. So he went out after work with some buds, mm-hmm. hit the sauce as one does. Indeed. Didn't come home, mm. which is not good. No. Family got worried. Uh, called his work associates who we went out with. Mm-hmm. And I said, we lost track of him. And they're like, well, what do you mean you lost track of him? And we're like, well, he wandered into a forest and we lost him. Yep. And people were like, oh, shit. So they call the busies, right? And they go out looking for this guy. Mm-hmm. The good news is they found him. That's and he good. was completely okay. That's good. The better news was he was in the search party looking for himself. Really makes the job hard for the posse when you are in the posse also. So like I only read so much and like they didn't go into ext- like they didn't give me a timeline, right? 
I assume this was pretty quick, which also makes me wonder, like... Nah, this was 100% like three and a half hours they were looking for this That's guy. what I mean, pretty quick, though. Yeah. Like, not like the next fucking day. No. Like, here in America, right? They like Don't they, like, make you wait? Like, hang on. Are they really missing? Right. Like, are we sure they're in actual danger? Let's wait a little bit to confirm that they are in real fucking All trouble. All back in 60 to 90 days. Before we start looking. Yeah. How long has this person been missing? Three days? <laughs> That's not missing. He's just on a bender. It's, it's He's out in on the woods. Stroll. Come back to us when, like, you know, they haven't been home in three months. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll take your statement. Yeah. And we'll start looking to see if we can find some fresh tracks three months later. No. Apparently in Turkey, they're like, fucking. Gotta go. Hit the signal, right? And I presume some bat signal, or maybe they went door to door and they got the good folks of whatever random town this was and they started the turkish rosers came in there yeah, like they start marching through this forest and my guy is in there and he's like concerned and as he's we're, go- who, we're looking for someone i'm in but like let's go like, find him his family's probably super fucking worried shit let me finish his beer let's go find him Makes me all hey, emotional. I thinking, was just in these woods, guys, and I didn't see anybody in I there. I could probably be of, of some assistance to you. I got the whole place mapped out. Just makes me real emotional thinking if I was ever missing how sad my family would be. And so, like, this wasn't like, they weren't like, they didn't have, like, a powwow. And they're like, all right, guys, here it yeah. is. We're looking for uh, Bim Bot or whatever his fucking name is. He's this fat, and he's mm-hmm. this short, and he's this tall, and he's got big nose. And what? No, they're... So they're like hours into it, and at some point, someone yells his name, which I would have thought would have been like the first step. As soon as they like blow the whistle, like, and you're off. Names. You start screaming names, right? Like, Start Hansel and Gretel in this shit. Maybe I don't know like search party etiquette and protocol. I thought that was like step step one, tell me the name and what the person looked like. Mm. Step two. Shout said name. Start yelling said name. Right, those would be the first. Yeah, this, things. this was they were three hours deep, running out of forest, and somebody went, "John." He went, "Yo!" He literally looked at the guy what? and he was like, "Who are we looking for?" Because I'm right here. Yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah. like, "You're Bimbot or whatever." I don't, probably shouldn't say. Has anybody told us what this man looks like? Yeah, all right, five six, about two hundred and eighty pounds. He's got a short buzz cut, and he may or may not have a Budweiser on him. Well, damn, that looks like this guy right here. God damn. Well, I think we John, found him. I'll be John Brown. <laughs> hey, guys. I found him. Oh, my God. Where? Surprise. How many spins did that guy do? He's like, he's right here. And he's like, where? Where? He just keeps <laughs> looking around behind him. Like, I don't I don't see this guy, guys. I don't know who you're looking for. Like, I just, I, and then, like, they had a happy ending because they, like, took his, like, they took his quote. And I'm like, all right, well. Good night. Everybody go home. Here in America, you would have got like... You would have been arrested. You would have got like the bill. Yeah. And they'd have been like, why? You used the townspeople, not even police force. You didn't even tell them my name. $400,000. I figured it out. I should send you a fucking bill. Mm-hmm. I'm your fucking detective. Look at me. I am the detective <laughs> I'm the detective now. Not you. Anyways. So Turkish man, right? Apparently there was... This happened before. I forget. It was in Iceland. A Chinese tourist apparently went missing. And they didn't go in the full description of it, but she participated in her search party after not recognizing herself via the description they gave the I, fucking I'm not trying party. to be insensitive here. Are there 
an awful lot of Chinese people and or Southeast Asian people in Iceland at any given time, let alone one that goes missing. Is I would that assume an often it was occurrence? probably a tour, like a, like a guided tour. Right, right like, but like, but like I imagine like, like a family you, on the lamb. Right. You know what I mean? I mean the vis the, the visiting tourists probably aren't participating in the search that is, party. That is and odd. once you do a head count and you go, we're missing her, and then she goes, oh, that's me. But yeah, I mean, so if she is in this, that's the other thing. How does one get picked for a search party? Yeah, what's the criteria? Because here? in her story, which they don't really tell, like so she's a tourist in a foreign land, like. Who picked her? It was like, yeah. she could be helpful. Clearly knows the terrain. Unless it was a, like, she was like, oh, a Chinese person's missing? I'm in luck. I'm Chinese. I, I might be able to help. Mm-hmm. Like, I could speak Chinese or whatever, but I might be able to help. And they're like, all right, whatever. I guess. You and didn't us. just go, well, you're only one of 12 that are in the country at this time but right then, now. But then let's, the other let's, thing is, let's just check you off the list real quick to make sure we got you. Make sure. Yeah, wait a minute. That is a It's full, a dome. That's a full dome. What are they doing? Lightning delay. Something's fishy. Something's yeah. up. But then the other thing is, if she isn't a guided tour, one would think if she was in the, like, how was she reported missing? She was reported missing by her guided tour. Okay, so she's still in the vicinity because mm. she's within the area to be uh, included by the uh, local municipality's mm-hmm. police office. Constabulary, right? yeah. The constable is there, mm-hmm. right? So she has to be in the vicinity of it. So no one that reported her missing was in the area to be like, oh, wait, no, she's literally right That's there. That's her. Got Just her. kidding. Found thanks, Waldo. <laughs> thanks for rounding up the troops, but I found her. Yeah. She's fucking right there. And then they had the powwow and gave a description. So it's clear that there's different standards of uh, missing persons finding. Mm. Turkey, they're just like, hey, they're missing. And you're like, who? And they're like, don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta find them. You know, get in the woods. We better get started. Don't remember everybody, don't scream the name no, that we haven't given you. For in the first sixty minutes. Yeah. Right? We have to establish that we can't find them without it. And Correct. then we move to phase two. We want to see how good we are at finding random people. In Iceland, I I don't know, because they clearly gave a description, but they didn't vet like who was who was doing so. Yeah. Still better systems than we have, I think. Yeah, we the, put people on a fucking. Yeah, the wait twenty four hours probably isn't the ideal thing. You, get, you, you want get your fucking picture after? <laughs> Listen, come back in three months, and then we'll take your you take your statement. Come back in six months, and then we'll put together a task force. Come back in eighteen months, and then for our lucky winners, we'll put your picture on a milk carton mm. so you could remember your child who you don't have when you're anymore. eating your Cheerios. Now. If we're going to talk about milk here, there's something that I have been itching to bring up for the last week or so. Uh, I was just doing some cursory uh, reading like MSN front news pages. You know, every morning you just see what's going on. So I'm scrolling, scrolling, reading some story about Russia. The name uh, uh, Lukashenko comes up. He's the president of Belarus. For some reason, I clicked on that hyperlink that was in the story. Now I'm just reading some biography on uh, Lukashenko. I can't think of his first name. Mm. It's probably Vasily, right? No, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like Alexander or something. Well, yeah, okay. Alexei, um, Alexander, yeah. Vasily. So, Vladimir, your boy. So I'm on. Well, That's why you were looking it up. He can come get the smoke if he wants it. That's why you were looking it up. Uh, why, he's, why won't Vladimir Putin fight me? Yeah, he's too busy spending uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of uh, 
Russian people's tax money on some random chick in uh, Monaco. Did you read that the story? The translator one? There's just some broad that he has a a, a child with a, oh. out of, you know, presidential wedlock. That so he, he's a career politician yeah, is what and you're he's, telling Yeah, me. but the issue is this one's putting her up in Monaco in hundreds of millions of dollar flats and shit. That's got to be nice. Anyways, so in 2009, there was something called the Milk Wars. Now, it's kind of like a, a, a three-year-long Cold War between Belarus and Russia. Russia just wanted Belarus to to recognize some annexed locations they took from some other countries. Just real boilerplate stuff. Yeah, just Listen, guys, don't stuff. even read it. Yeah, just, just sign the papers. Come and on. And at this time, El, uh, Lukashenko wasn't quite the dictator he is today. So he was like, uh, I don't know. Those are my neighbors, and I got to deal with them. And you kind of, you know, don't. And so he didn't quite do that. And then he started having some conversation with some NATO countries. And Russia was like, oh, no. And so what we're going to do to punish you is we're going to embargo what makes up like 95% of your GDP, which just so happens to be the exportation of milk and milk product from Belarus. That's insane. And so they embargo it. Fucking economy tanks. Tanks. I didn't know that Eastern Europe And that was, was enough of a chokehold for them to go, all right, fine. Take whatever countries you want around here. We need re- to sell this milk, man. I didn't realize that Eastern Europe was big milk country. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't read enough to see if it was like goat milk or something. I didn't even know they had cows. I mean, cows That's are cows, I mean. but like, I don't know that I've ever seen a cow in any videos of Eastern Bloc countries. Just like wandering through? Yeah. That's it. So. I, mean, I don't know if there are cows in all of Europe. Like, are there any? Have you seen a cow in England anywhere? I mean, do, do you know? Here's okay. Now we're getting on a weird topic, and maybe this will be another one like European animals, right? Mm-hmm. Because what are they? Mm-hmm. Like the red stag, right? Yeah. And like falcons and hares. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got. The uh, maybe occasional sheep. A wolf, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gotta have sheep. Gotta have sheep. Horses, maybe. At least in Spain. Well, yeah, yeah, they got them. But like, what else you got? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. No. Maybe a bear. I think they have bears. Could anyways, we'll save that for another time. I think we've got I think we finished okay, it. Well, we'll get into it in depth. Well, so so by ev- evidence of the, the Sun Tzu quote to bring us in, um, your your long standing itch to discuss the milk wars, mm. we we thought let's dive into the topic, right? Indeed. It, it can it's clearly clearly like a somber topic right no one likes it Mm-mm. it's um, not an ideal situation for yeah, any party speaking of gdp i mean that i'm pretty sure is the united states number one source of our gdp war military contracts yes that's literally the ebb and flow i learned something at work uh this week that we don't create revenue via like your books the way you create revenue in a business and mm. an accounting standpoint is by invoicing so it's like just not, this, not, no, no, not your customer, but like our subcontractors, when they invoice us and that gets applied to our accounting based on what we say we have open and outstanding as contracts, that creates our revenue. It's debt. We live on a debt system. Which is really weird, right? right. So, not cash on hand system, a debt system. Yeah. So when I bill the customer, that's not creating revenue. It's... This number here, and how much am I deducting from the invoices coming in to me that I have to pay out, and then what's left? It's like credit scores, you can't have a credit score unless you have debt and credit yeah. cards. And so shit. that's so talking about GDP. 
and and you know we we've had some some experience recently as in like i don't know since what 1944 we've mm. been in some staged armed conflict yeah. conflict um but it goes back a lot longer than that mm. you know a lot of people always reference sun tzu right and all of his cool things that he said mm-hmm. and he did say some cool things and to answer your question he does kind of just take an opposite approach. But, yeah. like, I feel like I really need to, like, get into it. Fine. Because, well, because, like, when I'm reading it, I, I want to know, like, when this quote was written in relevance to his other ones. Because he'll do some things, like, you know, what yeah, I some, said, like, right? real cheeky ones. When know thyself, early. know thy enemy, a thousand battles, a thousand victories. You're like, oh, fuck right. yeah, dude. Right. That's fucking sweet. That sounds like, you know, that a ass. line from a hundred demon song, New York hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's fucking real cool, dude. I'll wear truck glasses and a mm-hmm. trucker hat to, for that. And then he'll, you know, something, here's one, right? So victorious warriors win first and then go to war while defeated warriors go to war first, then seek to win. That's like what we did earlier mm-hmm. with I robot. Yeah. Like we, we, we assured the victory Prior to going yes. to war, yeah. Zuckerberg's defeated and already. We went, yeah, he doesn't know it, but oh, he's yeah. dead man walking, mm-hmm. right? It's like the, that fucking five finger punch from fucking Kill Bill. Yep, it's a ticking time bomb, bud. Seven steps, and you're everything's dead. already done. Though. Mm-hmm. You know, here, here's some cool ones. If the mind is willing, the flesh could go on and on without many things. Or he who is prudent and lies in wait for an enemy who is not will be victorious. I think those are heart lyrics. So these. <laughs> so like all those are like super like okay this guy knows what he's talking about and then he's got ones like this are like you have to believe in yourself Mm, so really mailing that one in i agree yeah but like so i want he he had he went on a bender the night before woke up and that was his deadline and and he was like oh god sun tzu they're like you know whatever regiment is about to go to war like sun tzu uh you know so and so from the Daily, uh, the Daily Sun, uh, no, no, the Daily Inquirer. Uh, can we get a quote? And he's mm. like, oh, "Yeah, um, you know, you have to believe in yourself." So you know, thanks. Shuts the hotel door. So like, I feel like that doesn't that quote doesn't get remembered if he hasn't said all this cool shit prior, mm-hmm. right? Because people say that and they're like, "All right, well, this guy's full Done of shit." No shit. Right? Yeah, what's this guy talking about? But I want to know, right? Because it sounds like that. Or maybe he was like super old, and he's like, I've literally the syphilis burned. may have taken yeah, over just by ravishing this point. the yeah. body, and the opium is mm. just not helping mm. either. So here's another one. This one's kind of like it's not as bad as that one, but it's it feels like there it feels like this was lost in translation. Like there should be an and right. Be where your enemy is not. Right, you're yeah. supposed to do anything. Because there's a lot of places that are the negative to where my enemy currently is. And that's, you know, literally everywhere else. If his forces are united, separate them. Like, he, like some of these are the equivalent of the motivational posters, mm-hmm. like the kiss. Keep mm-hmm. it simple, stupid. I think he may have been the progenitor to all of that. <laughs> this is the root. Yeah. The root is Sun Tzu. Like, amazing. Fantastic. It was just parchment, and instead of, like... You know, photocopying an eagle and made flight, they just like stuffed a falcon and put it next to the parchment on top of the wall. And then right next to that was the singing bass when you walk past it. And yeah, its the, tail the, moves the, the, and everything. Large mouth Billy Bass mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, 
I was doing some doing some reading, right? So we we're, we're talking about doing warfare and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, well, so well, what's an easy place to start? All right, what's the first war ever? Right? We people have been around forever, killing each other for, you know, I don't know if you ask some people down south for you know two thousand years, mm-hmm. right? That's it. Well, that's uh, that's as long well, as you know, the Earth's well, been around. Yeah, clearly. Um, but so the first, so I found the first the first war ever, the Battle of mm-hmm. Megiddo. In 1479 BC or BCE, for those of you who don't wear red hats, um, that was probably too much. That was a lot. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, because we anyways, are all right. Yeah, that's right. You're right. I apologize um, to us. I mean, but that's it is true. But just not, apologize. It's not to us. a blanket statement. I apologize to us. There it is. So it was between uh, Pharaoh Thutmose the Third. Mm-hmm. Is that Thutmose? Is the T H in Egyptian English Tut? I think or it is. Thut. I think it's Tut. But Tut, anyways, that guy, the third versus mm. versus the king of Kadesh, which is that sounds pretty cool. Kind of, it That's does. Cool sound. Um, so basically, what this was was a bunch of Canaanite like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. satellite villages that wanted to be Canaanites, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they called the area Kadesh, uh, and they didn't want to fuck with the Egyptians anymore. And so which, Egyptians were kind of dicks back as then, they, huh? as you do. Right. Um, anyway, so I don't have, I mean, Egypt won spoiler because you know, that's why you don't have mm. fucking ancient pyramids of Kadesh. Right? This is true. Like it's just not how that happened. So not really uh, very anticlimactic to learn about this, but, um, the reason why it's considered the first war is because, um, it was the widely agreed upon first recorded by eyewitness and also the first use of the common bow Mm. in a war so imagine being said witness like you're just tending your flock Mm -hmm. right as you do or maybe avoiding crocodiles on the nile i don't know and you're like what is that and you got a lost sheep Mm -hmm. and you're you know you're going doing the good thing you're leaving the 99 to find the one you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then you come across the hill. And you're like, like you're like cresting a hill, yeah. right? And you're, you're like, like this fucking sheep at this day. Like this day could not get mm-hmm. any worse. And then you like come and you're like, what's going on over there? Yeah. And so you see this shit. And then I mean, you're like, you could probably put that together, right? Mm-hmm. But then imagine seeing like all these motherfuckers projectiles pull out this bended ass stick, mm-hmm. and they are just absolutely sending things downrange. Mm-hmm. So then you go back, right? Maybe this is where the night out came from, right? Yeah. You go back and you try to, like, guys, you would not believe what I the data just saw. I just had. And they're like, well, what'd you see? And you're like, I don't fucking know. You know how we got spears, right? Imagine. Yeah. Close your eyes. Right. Think of them fucking flying. You see those huts over there. Imagine them two times further away, and then you get hit in the fucking face with something. Okay, so you saw, like, a fight. Uh, well, there was, you know, thousands More. of them. Although this brings me to my next point, or my point. W- were there thousands? Because, like, so in, the, in some of, like, the Iliad and stories like that, where it's kind of fantasized or whatever... They kind of, you know, 10,000 Romans or 10,000 Grecian soldiers against 30,000 Parisians or not Parisians. Those are people from Paris. Persians. 
And they're going, you know, whatever. And it's like, really, the Battle of Waterloo was like six blokes on each side with like wooden fucking shovels. So I'm glad you asked because that was another thing that I didn't write down because I didn't care about it, right? But so one of the other reasons why not only the use of the common bow, um, also uh, the first known instance of body count of a battle. So it's estimated body count. uh, Yeah, uh, ice teas. Ice tea was him. Um, I hey yo dog what's going on here Kafka. anyways uh, so uh, Tutmose, Tutmose he had 10 to 20 motherfuckers with him thousand ah. but King also this Kadesh, is all coming from one sheep herder who doesn't know how to count past two I, have they even invented numbers yet well the Sumerians did. Well, the Sumerians well, got them. They're from, not involved in this. Sumerians got them from aliens way before the Egyptians. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yes, they had numbers. All right. Um, calculus by this point. They built the pyramids to store Joseph's grain in it, right? Yeah, the Isn't grains. That what ben Carson yeah. told me. Yeah. Before he operated on my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so the king of Kadesh, which is cool because they don't give him a name. So, king of Kadesh and prince of Megiddo, which also translates to Armageddon, by the way. Um, anyways, he had ten to 15,000 motherfuckers with him. So this is pretty... So he brought, he brought some posse. Yeah. So, however, you know, when you don't have uh, the ghost, Mel Gibson, leading your ragtag bunch of troops, you incur losses. So, 1,000 wounded and 4,000 killed of the Egyptians. Ha! Child's play. Yeah, no. You got plenty, plenty left back. Uh, 8,300 killed... And 3,400 captured. That's a rough uh, night. The, the Canaanites. So the king of Kadesh soundly defeated. Uh, soundly defeated. So I'm glad you asked that. But anyways, what else were you going to say? Oh, you were going to talk about numbers not being accurate. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, you always, you know, the, it'll be 300,000 Persians versus the 300 uh, Spartans. That's one everybody knows. When really the Spartans had like 5,000 and the Persians had like, 12,000. Like, it was still quite a force to deal with. Yeah, I mean, look, you're like two and a half to one. Like, yeah. that's I mean, yeah, and they, you know, and they they were all just slaves. They were just throwing at them, and these were the best of the Greeks, and blah, blah, blah. All that nonsense. But you read the stories, and, like, if you read history books, like, yeah, this is what, like, the standard, like, thought was. The people that at the time recorded it said. But they're like, these motherfuckers didn't know shit. They watched the battle from, like, you know, hundreds of yards away. And we're only there for like 20 minutes before they had to get on a horseback and go ride and tell straight some other... Up, I mean, it's like, a straight-up game of telephone, Yeah, they're like, right? eh, 40-some unit, 30-some uh, unit, yeah. and then I'm out. <laughs> That's what... He's like holding his thumb out, and he's like, eh, one, two, three, four, it's about four thumbs and about this range. <laughs> thumb is equivalent to about 500, eh, plus or minus. Yeah, I don't know. Well... I, I wanted to bring this up too, because I almost forgot, and I, it like just popped back in. So I have to say it um, on your milk war. How mm. odd that is! You know, you got Thutmose, we've got the king of Kadesh soundly defeated. We got all these other wars that have happened. There was one that happened not too long ago, called the Pastry War. It was a war between France and Mexico. It was also known as the first French uh, incursion in Mexico. Less violent than the second. The second one, Cinco de Mayo? No. Mm. It's not. 
It's not why we celebrate that, Alex. Well, Cinco de Mayo, because they stopped the French invasion. They were going to come back up through the South during the Civil War, because Napoleon's like, these motherfuckers can't yes, fight yes. a two-front war. And a bunch of fucking just Native Mexicans just fucking threw a bunch of rocks down and it's repelled the French. That's why we celebrate. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. That's right. God bless it. Um, anyways, so back then, loosely... You had some uh, French nationals who lived in Mexico, and there was some turbulence, there was a little bit of this, economic disparity, mm. and you know, you didn't exactly have a fucking consulate back in the 1800s, mm-hmm. like, you couldn't go to the embassy, Kind of right? stuck where you were. It's just like, for whatever reason, you're a French guy in Mexico. Right? I mean, I love Mexican food. I don't think they have a pastry section. Mm. But anyways, this guy, who goes, who was only recognized by the name... Uh, Monsieur Remontel. Monsieur Remontel. So anyways, he gets his shit trashed, which mm. could be common back then, right? He ain't got no, no, uh, diplomats around there to help, right? And there's no way to get any satisfaction, any recourse from it. I mean, to be fair, they probably just ruined his, like, sugar bread he was making. No, was like, he had a store, right? And they, like, destroyed it or whatever. And so he's pissed. Of course. And he writes the king, forget his name, whichever king it was of France, probably sucked. Anyways, writes Louis, him. Louis the 13th? No, and I remember Sun that. king? Um, and says, listen, these guys fucked us up. I demand to be satisfied. Hmm. I want 60,000 pesos for my bakery. And it was only valued at like 1,000 pesos, they hmm. say. So this is in 1832. They basically don't even fucking read his letter. Right, like it doesn't get like the intern is like, I can't take. He's like in the room with the other interns. He's got the curly hair and like the Mm -hmm, fucking stirrups, mm -hmm. right, and the like tap dance shoes that they wear. And he's like, I can't take. I'm not taking this to him. Like I feel bad for the guy, but I can't take this. And then what the fuck we care? What? What was sixty? How are we gonna make them? How are we gonna make the Mexican government pay this guy sixty thousand pesos? Mm -hmm. You send back the stamp letter that says thank you for writing. The, right, here's a the fucking Empire. package of stickers yeah, here, and, here's, and a, a form to fill out a to carton be of the official very, fan club. Yeah, here's yeah. a carton of very skinny Marlboros yeah. and be on your way. Just, you know, here's some fucking powder and rosé to put mm-hmm. on your fucking mm-hmm. cheeks and blush. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but what does happen is like six or seven years later, like six years later, 1838, some other things are brewing. And basically what that means is the French just really want a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Right, and so Try they're compiling me. these things, and somehow this letter gets brought to the forefront of this poor pastry chef in Mexico who lost his, you know, his life's work, mm. and he was pleading from help from from the homeland. Well, they come over the top and they say, "We demand the French government six hundred thousand pesos from you, the Mexican government." Do you want to know what the Mexican government did? Can you take uh, a guess? They threw some double birds across the Atlantic? They said, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they said that. They just didn't do it. France fully knowing they weren't going to do it. And then they were like, gotcha, go bitch. time, bitch. This thing goes full out, right? They land in like Veracruz. They like take the port. France is showing up. So much so that like the fucking like, if this was a movie... This would have been Mel Gibson in Patriot when he, like, takes the rifle off the wall and, like, goes back out mm-hmm. of retirement. Because mm-hmm. this fucking, like, famed Mexican admiral 
just like shows up one day to his like local fucking, you know, national guard office in some strip mall. Right. And it's like, you know, 60 year outdated uniform. Mm-hmm. It's a little tight around the midsection. Cause you know, tamales, that's what you do when hey. you retire. Who does, right. who you're going to say no to tamales? No, no, absolutely not. So what if this, so Sitting what if I can't beach, wear my drinking Coronas, sash? eating tamales? Yeah. On. So what if I can't wear my sash? I got this reposado the the and these fucking corn tortillas. I'm going to shove mm. in my face till I die. One of them's going to kill me. Which one's first? Anyways, he shows up, and they're like, "Yes, motherfucker, you, you have to defend Mexico at all fucking costs." And this guy goes out and starts winning fucking battles. Blah blah blah. It fizzles out, you know. Actually, no, it's Don Julio, and you're like, God damn. Yeah, you know, there it goes. So it fizzles out and does all this stuff. I I just really was captivated. And and so the man doesn't get his money. Of course not. Ever, right? Like, France literally could have just been like, hey, man, that's tough. Why just come back? Here's something from the crown to help. Yeah. Right? We know your bakery was only worth a thousand pounds or a thousand pesos. Here's like, 10 grand and a fucking voucher mm-hmm. for something, right? You know, mm-hmm. for the gift shop. Free smoothie from Tropical Instead, Smoothie. Instead, they spend like hundreds of thousands of pounds and or whatever, francs, if you will. Which, weird side note, 600,000 pesos at the time was worth about 3 million francs. Wow. The state of the French economy. Not great. Wow. Way. All the wars they just kept going to. Just yeah. That, this was probably somewhere around the let them eat cake time, if I had to guess. Just, transatlantic yeah. cost for... Just shortly before the guillotine really came to prominence. He should have wrote the French fucking people. They would have been like, they did what? Well, this poor soul, you bastard. We can't do anything to help you, but we ain't spirit. That's me smoking a cigarette. That's my, fr- that's my micro impression French. of a French person. I just smoke cigarettes really I, hard. I will say... Europe had too much time on its hands in the 1700s, 1800s because there's I have a and brief story about how England just wanted to fuck around with Spain, just wanted a reason to fuck with them. There was an English merchant hanging around some uh, some islands in the in the uh, Cuba area, Bermuda it's one of those, like, area. Prostitution yeah. islands I always went to that were like, listen, we killed all the pirates, but take all your cool pirate stuff and take it there and then we'll show up and bankroll you. Yeah. Just don't tell anyone I'm here. So this guy, this English guy is a merchant. His name's Jenkins. And because of course it is. I was going to say fucking, of course course this fucking limey bastard's name is Jenkins. And he allegedly steals something from some Spanish uh, ships or whatever. So the Spaniards catch him in the Bermuda-esque island area somewhere. And they take all the shit back, and then they take all his shit as payment. And then just for funsies and for no particular reason, they chop his fucking ear off. And then send him back and say, hey, you go, bitch, took all your shit and your ear. Come at me now. Well, England was itching for a little scrap with Spain anyways. And so then here comes Jenkins coming back, limping back without his ear. His Vander Holyfield ear. And uh, he goes, hey, look what these fucking guys did. Well, here comes England. They're like, all right, mount up. Fucking go regulate these motherfuckers real quick. I can just see it now, like Jenkins coming back with his fucking rowing team, mm-hmm. right? Look at you now. They're fucking polo horses. Yep. Fuck you, Jenkins. And the it, the, the war is called the uh, the War of Jenkins' ear. Just so. Can <laughs> you called. imagine, like at the end, like so Jenkins is like, all right, whatever. If this 
If this be my sacrifice, so Mm -hmm. be it. We're going to fuck these bastards up, right? And then, like, after everything, then they're like, oh, yeah, so what was that thing that happened? Oh, yeah, the War of Jenkins here. And he's like, okay, guys. Yeah, oh, goodbye. Yeah, we get it. And then, like, he keeps going, can we please stop calling it this? The War of Bermuda. We could have called it that. That's pretty cool, right? Jenkins Jenkins, uh, excursion, right? Mm. The Battle of Jenkins. The war over Jenkins. We can like, just, but like, can we leave the ear out? Yeah, it's no, kind of. It's like everybody knows I lost the. Ah, we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why do you think I wear my hat tilted down on this side? Good God, you don't have to bring it up. Anyway, so the 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 a fun question. Hmm. What a fun question. This is a question I think about probably far more than I ever should. Like, because I like watching like you know Game of Thrones, this and that, blah blah blah, period pieces, if mm-hmm, you will. Mm-hmm. And I always find myself. Even in like like the movie nineteen seventeen, or, or or even like more recent ones, like I mean, war is hell, right? War is hell. Um, but there have been advancements. You watch stuff, you know, Game of Thrones or the Civil War, and you're like, man, this guy got fucking shot in the leg, or a piece of wood went through his leg when that cannonball careened and exploded that mm-hmm. wagon. He will now lie and die an agonizing as, death for four days. As, or a couple 120-pound women fucking sit on his chest and his head and strap him down and take a dull fucking handsaw mm-hmm. and just saw through his leg mm-hmm. and then melt it back together and, you know, and then hope it works. use some used bandages that from well, the guy that they tried to do this on prior that didn't make one it. One thing that always fucks me up with seeing that, and I get you don't, there's a time issue generally, but they're like, give this, so you know, you got a bottle of rum or something, dump some on the wound, and then they hand it to him for like an anesthetic. They give him time to take and swig, and then they start sawing. It's like, <laughs> homie, let me get half this <laughs> bottle down real quick. Can I get a couple pulls here? Like, <laughs> yeah, that one's, that one's not Just even past the Don't even gullet. give it to me, yeah. It takes like eight minutes to get from the throat to the stomach. My God, God then my liver has to process. What are we doing here? But so, watching that shit, I'm always like, my God, dude. Like, could you, like, imagine being a centurion. Like, imagine standing there, right? You were literally fucking wrangling goats, right? You were just complaining, like, three days ago how you didn't want to go back to your yurt because you had to tan these hides. Mm -hmm. And now here you are with a fucking wooden shield that's smaller than your fat fucking stomach. Yep. And, like, not even sure there's a point to this spear. And you, yeah. you're just, just a piece a of wood with maybe a, a metal or stone piece. At the end. I got to walk all the way out across this gigantic field mm. where there's this other weird guy who's got like a falcon that's flying around him that like mm-hmm. follows him and shit. Like really weird, ominous stuff that just from a distance, I feel like this guy's got the upper hand already. Yeah. Like, what are my options? Yeah. Get my head cut off by... Well, so people, really, or? the real question is, do you want to be in the first wave that gets cut down by the arrows that blot out the sun? Or do you want to have to be the second wave that has to dodge far less arrows? Because now we're not firing in groups anymore. Now it's kind of just mass. Yeah, but they're hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, but at the same point, I now have to run across this field twisting my ankle every three steps because there's fucking a bunch of dead people in my way and i can't build up speed i'm still dodging arrows if i can even do that and, and then i gotta run into this wall well, then you gotta hit the that's people. the other thing i'd probably watch. just rather be the arrow guy in the just, beginning yeah, just, 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 get, just, just be done with this thing 
And then, like, you, like, so Gladiator, you're watching this, and they're all, like, in the mud, and you're like, how do you know who anybody mm-hmm. fucking is? Right? Who, who am I, who am I yeah. killing? Yeah, I'm just... What are we doing here? Yeah, you see in the movies, you see, they, you I'm get knocked Roman. down, and somebody picks you up, it's like, yeah, yeah right, I'm a there's Roman, that. whatever, and this is a Germanic tribe that, you know, yeah, some barbarians, in. okay, but whatever. But, so, like, what, what is the worst time frame to be a member of... A local military prior to anesthetic—that's the worst time. Prior to pocket morphine, right? Like, so I mean, would it be better to be in the era with trebuchets and castles? Because at least maybe you've got some some fortification, and you're not just always in the. But at the same time, maybe mm. maybe you're born on the wrong side, and this you're now in in the group that is uh, sieging the castle. Yeah. Could you imagine being the guy that they're like? Hey, first gotta, one up the ladder. We gotta take this wall. And you're like, you know, they have like fucking oil, but mm-hmm. they're just gonna pour on me, right? And if I don't get oil, I'm gonna get a gigantic rock. And if I don't get a gigantic rock, they're just gonna lean over and then shove an arrow through my mouth and out my ass. I, I was watching a, a, a just a quick aside, a video on YouTube. You know, they have like the expert reviews. You know, these movie mm-hmm. clips, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So one of them was like a uh, 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 ancient war, you know, tactician, yeah. whatever guy. He's like, they would never use oil. Oil is kind of difficult to come by, and it's a waste. He's like, you know what works just as well? Boiling water. He's yeah, like, I, mean, I guess that makes it, sense. Like, why, like, like, I don't have to curate boiling yeah, water. I, just I don't have it. to waste my, my like, fuel for things. Right. I'll just dump some boiling water on you. Like, you'll be not happy yeah. either. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> But it's okay either one. But that's six one half dozen yeah, the other, right? The like, point I mean, is to cook you alive. We, there's multiple off. ways I we can it. do this. Yeah, yeah. I still don't want to be guy on fucking. Yeah. Or first one going up the ladder, and you're like, homie, I know we haven't shelled this side of the castle yet. Like, I'm just gonna get right through the chest right when I get up Even to the top. Even aside from all of that, like, I gotta march everywhere. Yeah, that's just... there's fucking sixty thousand of us. Mm-hmm. And imagine being at the end, right? Ugh. So camp's been set up for three days. Which See, that might think, be the best part. Well, you might think. But nobody set your tent Yeah, up. you think your shit's good? You think you've got mm-hmm. the best spot? No, you're in the bog. You're by the fucking stables. Mm-hmm. You're on the outliers. So when this place gets fucking ransacked, and yep, like, the your first. tent is the first one on fire. Mm-hmm. And the four fucking extra days it took you to march in there. Everyone else has been sleeping. That's time off, mm-hmm. right? Because they are not going to continue that. They're not going to be like, okay, guys. So first one in is first one out. You guys break down and start Listen, on. The union contract no. says that we all break have down to have together. the same amount of rest period. Yeah, that does not exist. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to walk everywhere only to fucking die. Mm-hmm. I can get home, right? I got a, I got a fucking John, I got a, a Dear John scroll waiting yeah. for me. Yep. My God. Here's another thing. I know that they didn't invent that many songs. So Jerry over here on the fucking drum set. Imagine homie. Jerry, though. You're like, oh, bah, okay, we're bah, going to war. Bah, oh, bah, that's terrible. Bah, but, you know, my dad went to war. My uncles went to war. My grandfather went to war. Like, this is what we do. And they're like, all right, here's the drum. And you're like, the fucking what? <laughs> the drum. Is that like some new thing we got? Yeah, right. Is a new weapon that does something? What, what kind of battle are we going into here? A drum? Is this like a, a battle of skills? Because if it is, that's good. But one, I can't play a drum. Yeah. And two, if it's not, why are you giving me this? The breakdance battle is what we're going to. Well, it's, you know, it's Cadence thing. Okay. Well, sure. That's a Cadence for them to hear. 
mm-hmm. right? They know mm-hmm. we're coming. Well, no, no, those they won't know we're They'll coming. They'll have their own they, drum guy. It's all got these other guys at the very fucking front with, with like these flags. twenty foot fucking flags <laughs> that they have to carry. They'll see that way before they hear your stupid yeah. ass drum. Don't worry about that. So do I just I play until we get to camp? No, 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 no. I mean, you do. And then in the morning, we're going to have you in the front to mm-hmm. really make everybody feel mm-hmm. better. Wouldn't it make everybody feel better if they had an extra person with yeah. a weapon, not a drum? Have you ever tried to walk long distances without your Spotify playlist in your AirPods? Because it's the worst. That's fine. But, like, I'd feel better if I'm going into a fight and the guy next to me isn't playing my favorite 80s hits. I just want to know. And is actually fighting with me. Is it like every new battle, like, all right, Jerry, here's the updated playlist, what we're rocking with for this battle. Could you imagine he gets to Made a specific one for this battle. Jerry gets to camp. And, like, he can't just relax. He's like, all right. Gotta practice. He's got his fucking his instructor. He's like, no. No, it's all wrong. It's terrible. Gotta have this ready by tomorrow it's morning terrible. or else General's gonna be real mad. I was trying to mad. think of any drum lingo and I don't know any. There was one. Uh, Paradiddle? Paradiddle. Paradiddle. That's what made me quit drumming when I was, like, seven because I practiced all weekend. Paradiddle. Paradiddle. It's like, like right, left, right, right, left, left, yep. right, or whatever. Practiced all weekend. And I had it. But apparently, like the bounce of the drum on the or the stick on the drum pad, I didn't have it as clean as I thought I was supposed to, and I practiced so hard. Guys, like, look, you don't want it to be like a right where the it, it hits and it stays down. You want it to come right back up and sharp. Remember sitting in our front yard, and then I get in there. and I'm like, he's like, you practice? I'm like, sure, fucking did. Check this out. Yeah, he's like, no, that's wrong. I'm like, go fuck fucking quitting this. Yep, this bullshit. Give me the musket. I'm done. Except Jerry can't quit. Nope. Jerry can't quit. Jerry has to stay up all night to make sure he gets fucking aced right off the bat in the battle. They had to have like alternate drum boys, right? Well, I mean, in theory, they had like, mm. that's a good question. At what point of casualties throughout your campaign, like, All right, we got to put the drums like, away. Can't do it. Yeah, we got okay. I need another one. I get like some of the flag guys mm-hmm. are like signals, right? They're like... Hey, we're going to start the attack over here. Yeah, but here. I think generally at the top of those, there was a sharp point. At least you could be like, yeah, gotcha, bitch. Right. It's much better than yeah. a fucking drumstick. Yeah, I right? mean. Much better than There's doll sides on all of that shit. There has to be a point where they're like, okay, just cancel the drums. Yeah, we got it. Just we got to find a way to endure without it. At minimum, it's just you're bumming drums. me out, man. We get, Everyone's dying. Stop playing the fucking drums. The you more can't I play hear, the right song. You the, can't. Yeah, I can. I I miss Jerry, and I can tell you're not him. And then yeah. it reminds me that he's dead, yeah. and all the other ones that died before him. So I'm just—it's actually working against us. It's not to us mention depressed. the only song you're playing is "My Heart Will Go On," which I don't even know how that works on the snare drum. But just it's fucking a, it's stop. A terrible, yeah. It's a terrible cover when it comes to drums. But like, what about? I mean, there's some cool ones, right? Like, at least I think there is. Like, a fucking samurai is pretty fucking sweet, right? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like. They created a code of Bushido, which is basically like, listen, like you have to have integrity, which is weird because so much of it, they're like straight fucking warlords for the feudal system, right? Like I own a bunch of land and this is my fucking hired mercenary. But at the same time, it went from the 12th century, literally all the way up to the Civil War U.S. time period. The 1860s, Japan was like, listen, China's not doing this. They're like using explosives and super projectiles mm-hmm. and all this stuff 
you guys look great. Look great. I mean, just no one's arguing mm. that. However, really working out. very expensive, and it's just not enough. Yeah. So we're going to have to cut. Oh, man. And that'd be another well, thing. Then, but once you are a samurai, and they're like, hey, we don't really need your services anymore. Imagine being... Then you got to go and kill yourself. It's like, Imagine. oh, oh, dude, so but- I... You hire me, and then when you cut me loose because you don't want me no more, now I gotta go kill myself. Imagine being tanks. that generation. You like grow up, like your grandpa and your uncle, and they got fucking cool scars, mm-hmm. and they're just like so like steely and mysterious, and just and you're just all the stuff that you're learning as you age, and the different levels of what you're finding out. And you're like, oh god, that this would be me. Then you get there, and they're like, you got some fucking nerd from mm-hmm. accounting. It's like, listen, budget came out this year. Well, the Empire and the Emperor are super, super thankful for everything, but you got to kill yourself. Mm, we got to let so you go. Sorry. Sorry about it. Fuck. Sorry. We can't even afford the guys to chop your head off after you like, stab yeah, yourself. You're you going to have to just do all of it. Just If you have any children, they could help, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, all regards and respects. Yep, thank you so much. Yep. Uh, tell your family um, that we thank them, mm. and uh, you know, hope you uh, hope you die with honor. Yep. Bye. See you. Bye. That's what happened. That that's why. And then you saw right. They had they had like six hundred years of good reign, including like three hundred of like super peaceful. Mm-hmm. It was one of the shogun eras. Was like super peaceful, right? No one was fucking with samurais. They got rid of samurais. What happened? What's what's the next what's the next Japanese uh, uh, moment in warfare that you remember? Samurai, he ain't he's not sneaking up on someone on a Sunday. Mm-mm. That is then knocking the domino to you know that yeah those things. I'm not saying they deserved it, no, right? of course, but I mean like in, in in in. It is in kind history, of the next step. Things happen, right? And you can look back and go, where did the yarn begin to unravel? Mm. I'm just offering that it was when they got rid of samurais. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just me. Yeah, if they would have kept the samurais, they wouldn't have uh, left the island and they wouldn't have been a bunch of dicks and got punched in the mouth for it. I mean, they, the samurais very, were uh, instrumental. Trivial way of describing the last 200 yeah. years of Japanese so what history. Happened? But... They got punched in the mouth. Oh, okay. With a bright light. Two of them, actually. Um, I mean, they fucking repelled the Mongols. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, come on. That's pretty good. Anyways. Well. I think we've... So we've Beat that horse to death? Yeah. I think we've covered lots There's of things. There's one more war. It's called the Stray Dog War. I saw that. that in the Bosnia. Mm-hmm. I think it was Owen Wilson was in that. Mm-hmm. Lost mm-hmm. his dog. And the guy was like, wait, come back. Bang! And then they're like, he fucking crossed the line. Boom! And then Greece was like, what the fuck? That was like 2009, wasn't it? No, it was like 1925. Mm, No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, hold. This is is good radio. Not on the radio. Well, while this is Uh, happening, uh, the Chargers are winning 14 to nil. Stray dog war. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Wow. Herbert. 1925. It was Bulgarian. Bulgarian? Bulgarian, uh, uh, Greece. Yeah. They shot a Grecian captain or whatever, ran across the line, and then hey, Greece found- was like, all right, we're occupying your country, and they almost shelled the capital over it. <laughs> Just because they had no idea. They're like, I don't know, man. 
He fucking was running. Right. I don't know, like, well, you know. Could have a dog. Was he doing anything else when he was running? Mm, no, but, you know, uh, he was. He seemed like he had a plan. Well, fuck, I guess we got to just. We, get, can't hey, be half, we were committed. You hey, know? Can't, can't be half pregnant. That's so, right. Sun Tzu said that. That was. A warrior knows one cannot be half pregnant. One cannot be half wet. Anyways. Well, it is an honor. We, we've, we've, we've taken up a little bit of time, mm. and we're going to finish strong, which is also going to be sort of a precursor, possibly, into next week's episode. we got to figure out the logistics, because I just found out i got to go to Canada this weekend, which right. I didn't think I was going to have to. have to go to Ann Arbor this weekend. With that, two different things. Doesn't track. Anyways, um, a special cocktail hour is on its way. Mm. So let's go. All right. Pour me one. Now I pour me two. I feel like Tom Cruise in cocktail. <laughs> Sit the bombing over, please. Dry martini. Oui, monsieur. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of quina lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. Yes, sir. You know, I'll have one of those. So will I. Certainly. My friend, bring me one as well. Keep the fruit. That's it? Hmm? All right. Well, you heard it there from the man himself. The invention of the Vesper Martini. Uh, that's from what? Casino Royale 2006 course, from absolutely. the film. Which is one of those films that I didn't necessarily... It's not that I didn't like it when it first came out. I was just... Didn't appreciate it yeah. as you do. But now. the more I watch it, even to this day, I like it more and more and more. So it's a wild film because it's almost two films. You think mm. it's over and you're like, oh, that's not the bad guy. That's not the main one. Here's the real villain, mm-hmm. right? Here we go, right? It's good. And so and so we we've we talked about this when you did the martini back probably like seven or eight episodes in, right? Yeah, it's probably pretty close to it. Are you still bleeding from that? I little bleed, a little blood, no big deal. Not um, a party until somebody's bleeding. And so I think we foreshadowed that. You know, we talked about it a bit. Well. No Time to Die just uh, premiered in the UK. Mm-hmm. It's been on the shelf as some movies have been for like an additional like almost 18 months. It was supposed to come out last April. April 2020. Because I remember it was like, luckily for me, I can say that was like my COVID casualty. It mm-hmm. was like, ugh. Um, but so it's out. It is now out. Well, not in the US. Not in the US. Four more days to the 8th. And that's the issue, so I'm not gonna not not sure if this is gonna bleed into next week. Cause we wanna have a, a bond theme. Yeah. Well we gotta see the fucking movie. First. Oh yeah, we're gonna see this fucking movie. Two hours and forty three minutes, the it longest run time. Four hours and twenty three minutes. Well no, that's minutes. the best part I about it. The longest jacked. run time of any Bond film ever is this. So uh, before we if we're gonna talk any more about it, before we do any of that, let's get into the cocktail. So of course the Vesper Martini. Now for people who enjoy a nice martini, it is one that irks people. It's right? a bastardization. Yeah, of the it's martini. not great, it really but it's is. James Bond's martini. It's his signature drink. 
seen in the 1953 book Casino Royale, seen a 2006 film put to screen. I have a question, though. Yes. Because maybe it's not. Is there space to allow the theory that that may not be a signature drink? Because as we just heard, he orders a martini. Then he says, no, wait. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say, I want a martini, but I want it this way. He says, no, wait. Which if I order, if I say, I want a Miller Lite, of course I do. Unofficial, official, unofficial sponsor of Garage Mm -hmm. Time. Um, I would like a Miller Lite. No, wait. I don't say I would like a Miller Lite. I would like grass 73% hops, this right. much ABV. I would say, no way. I would like an old-fashioned. The no weight implies to me that, up, oh, I've changed my order. Well, so like some of the theories and one of the best ones that I've seen ever posited for this is so in the situation when he invents this drink, basically, is what he's doing, is he says a martini because he wants, he wants a beverage. But that he's at in the middle of a stare down and trying to decide if Lashif is bluffing or not. Right. And so he's taking time to allow tells to form. And so he goes, no way. Let me order something that's going to take a long as shit time to order and see how I can disturb him. I just feel like any flack that it gets because it's not a martini, which I shouldn't say snobbishly because we're super snobbish about lots of things yes. like this. But any any flack it gets for not being a martini may be misplaced because if you really watch it, it's like he says, no, wait. Right. So it's he's like a martini cha- is what he would normally cha- get. Yeah, yeah. That he wanted a martini. He changed his order and then he ordered a vest. It's almost mm-hmm. a Vesper cocktail. Yeah, which is how generally it's described as and Vesper. Now, later on, at least in the movie, this scene doesn't happen in the book. In the original book, it doesn't happen. But in the movie, he says at dinner with Vesper Lind, who he names it after, when he names the drink, he goes, you know, I think I'll call this a Vesper. And she says some quippy remark. Why? Because you don't like it or something stupid. He goes, no, because once you've drank it, you'll never want to taste anything else. Which is sly as shit when you name it after the girl you're well, looking for a little. that's why he mm-hmm. is James Bond. And right. Pierce Morgan, if you're listening, this is just a disclaimer. James Bond is not fucking real. So stop bitching at Daniel Craig for wearing a pink uh Which he looked jacket. fantastic in anyway. Absolutely. I mean- <laughs> and then my favorite part about that interchange of Pierce Morgan being like, this is not James Bond. James Bond would not wear pink. He would be dapper and dashing and sophisticated and black. And then there's like all these people dragging him, showing Sean Connery and all these other films and scenes literally wearing, wearing pink. a pink yeah it's like but pierce you realize james bond is not real yes he's a Elba fictional person can be james bond we'll save that but all these things can happen so this is just a disclaimer for you only pierce also please stop hacking my phone and go fuck yourself yeah go fuck yourself please continue. That's ideal. all right so as you heard in that opening clip from the movie we're going to do three parts Gordon's gin, one part vodka. Doesn't specify what kind, but we'll get into that in a moment. And then half uh, Kina Lele, which we've been over. They don't make anymore. Lele Blanc is the substitute. It's made by the same company. They swear it's the same recipe. It's not. One of them had quinine in it. This one doesn't. So that clearly means it's not the same recipe, but whatever. So they don't specify the vodka. There's two general schools of thought. 
either Stoli or <sighs> Smirnoff, which both would have been around in the general time. Smirnoff, I just didn't want. Stoli seems like it would. It's got the Russian kind of Cold Warry vibe to me, and so to me, that's what we're going with. So we have three parts Gordon, one part Stoli, and half a part of Kina Lele. I have mixed all this together. We're gonna shake it over ice, which is the mm, thing that hurts your soul a little bit, and then uh, and it's explain, gonna f- explain to if if yes if, if you if guys weren't around for the Martini episode, if you're fake fans yes. really who just haven't listened our entire catalog prior to getting to this so when you're shaking with ice not only are you chilling your beverage which in the book he says shake until cold so which means he basically wants it over shaken is what he's asking for it's going to dilute the shit out of it this ice is going to melt it's going to add more water to your drink and on top of that it's going to make it cloudy it's going to make it way cloudy and there's opportunity for aggregate. ice chunks in there. It's, it's yeah. going to just stir it all up. It's a cloudy drink that's watered down, basically, is what you're getting, which is not ideal. But for a martini. Indeed. Or for a Vesper. Indeed. Well, Vesper's supposed and to be shaken. That's what it's supposed to be. I know, but what I'm saying is I wanted to clarify that I think we've determined we're going to make an executive decision as the non-resident <laughs> cocktail expert that here now and henceforth, this will not be referred to as a martini. It'll just be referred to as a Vesper. It is a cocktail um, produced on its own. So it's served in a martini glass. It's dressed the same. But we're gonna we're gonna just end all debate on if it is or isn't a martini. It is not. It is not. It is a Vesper. Which, and if you think about it, it really doesn't have the bones of a martini. Well, like, maybe not the bones. Um, I mean, olives come nowhere near this. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Look at that. And so now, now what's our, uh, our spritz? Our expression. Yeah, let me see if I can something. I got a bad lemon. They don't have spritz. James right. te- James is uh Vesper technically doesn't spritz the lemon, he just wants a twist of lemon, just dropped in. So so we're Felix. Keep the fruit. Yeah, keep, keep the, the fruit. fruit. Which right. which is the American counterpart, right? That's the CIA. If you've never seen it, that was a guy at the end, Felix. He's a CIA agent. He says, "I'll have I'll have one too. Keep the fruit." So I'll this has this has martini vibes in that Lillet Blanc or Kina Lillet. You could it is a French aperitif, it fortified wine. So that would be your dry vermouth substitute. It's a little sweeter. But that'll be your driver move substitute. And then you have gin, the vodka, just cuz, I guess. If you want to overproof it, the problem is the gin probably is higher proof than the Stoli. So you're kind of anything. Did, am I am I misremembering? Is there a uh, Pierce Brosnan, worst James Bond ever? Um, well, that's vo- ridiculous. There's a vodka martini order in one of his movies, isn't there? That'll be some homework for the next one. I'm almost positive there is. But as we go now, <clears throat> as you type that, let's uh, let's... Let's do something in this quiet. The uh, Vesper.
Hmm. I could drink more of these than I could a real martini. Well, that's because it's watered down. No, I, I I mean like the flavor profile. Like I, it is watered down. But even if it had more bite to it, what would it be like if you did it stirred, not shaken? Well, so I was thinking about bringing the equipment to also stir one, but then I didn't feel. So like here's it. your homework then: when you make this midweek, I'll have a I'll make, side by side. Give yourself uh, an editor's note, hmm. right, and let the people know. But for the exercise of this. It had to be shaken, not stirred. Um, what could I? What could I do as as dressed? I don't know. I mean, this is why why you ruminate. I don't know if James's added line in the movie of Casino Royale of how fantastic. It's not bad. I like it. I don't know if it's as yeah, stratospheric yeah, 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 yeah. as yeah. he. Puts it to be, but he was also had some ulterior motives there. I do believe. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a fucking. Yeah, he was gonna drink it. Yeah, didn't matter. Um, I think. I don't know. I, I think I could give this a seven. Because as you as you just said, it's not it's not something that I take. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, like this is it. But it's a seven. I think I'd like to like to see it stirred prior to being shaken and see mm. what that did. Um, that is an absolute targeting call. Anyways, I'll give that a seven. All right, I think that's fair. And I wonder, I wonder if you could, wonder if you could chill the vodka and the gin prior to like throw it in the freezer. Well, you would you would still stir it with ice because you want a little dilution, but you can control. Even if you still shake it, right? Just to because I just the coldness is fleeting of it. Yeah, I mean, it is, but I mean, it's it's not something martinis aren't something you chug, but it's also something glass is chilled, the liquid is as chilled as possible. But here's the other Mm. thing about it. Here's what, and I, I I feel like. We're, we 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 were up here at the beginning of cocktail hour, and I feel like listening to this, you're feeling like we're coming down here, as you can see by the visual that yes. we're showing you. Yes. Um, however, the whole point of this, the whole point of this drink, is the order. Mm-hmm. He ordered a martini. No way. Two parts, one part, three parts, one part, half a part. Excuse me. So that's that is the essence of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Hearing James Bond say, I want a martini. Hearing you at a bar be like, Can I have a martini, please? Any any fucking dickhead can yeah. do that. But then too, and here's another thing. Like you could really risk it by going word for word and saying, I'll have a martini, please. No way. Mm. You gotta hope that they don't pick up because then they'll be like, Are you doing James Bond? You're doing James Bond. And you're like what no but then if you're with any serious bartender the minute they get the whole order in their head they're gonna go that's a vesper because they'll know the vet even if they don't know james bond they'll know a vesper and they'll go well you just could or you clearly know what it is well then slip the guy 20 prior and yeah be like listen when i say this just shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. please okay 
I mean, because I mean, to be fair, um, the shaken, not stirred, that is a that's a tell. That's a tell. A bit, yep. That's a big tell. So you got to. But, but the point is, saying I want this. No wait. This is exactly what I want. Is kind of the whole message James was sending, mm-hmm. right? It was no the room alter- for error. Right. This is like no, no. I don't want a martini. I want bop, 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 bop. To be fair, when I go to bars that are maybe not upscale, but are quality bars, we'll say, right? Yeah. Where I order a martini at, right? I do tell them. We go, hey, I'm not going to be a dick about it and give them like measurements or whatever. I I say, I want a martini with this gin. And I'll literally say, as little vermouth as fucking humanly possible. He goes, I know exactly what you want. Here's the deal. And I get it every time I go, it's delicious. You can tell if you're in a place that is true to what they're portraying. Mm. If you provide a reasonable request, right? I mean, you could be like, you know, you know, Sandy back fat. And you're like, I want nine shots of vodka in my blah, blah, blah. A vodka crayon so, you know, minus what, the vodka yeah. sub gin. Right. But so if you if I'm at a place like that and I'm giving you a distinguished order mm-hmm. in a supposed distinguished uh, facility. Indeed. The tell is if they're, uh, if they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's the outliers. Is it super busy? Is it this? Yeah, thing? right. But even at the same time, if this is what you're made for, you should have people that say, I want this as this. Mm-hmm. Now, again, it can't be like, I want this, but can you substitute uh, the sugar grenadine for mm-hmm. the cherry liqueur and then put blah, blah, blah. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you you're ordering off the trash. menu their stuff, right, you just order it if you want. True. Just order. Don't touch it. Like when I was in uh, Wentzville. Missouri, earlier in the summer, mm. there was a there was a Gordon's cup that wasn't a Gordon's cup exactly, but I mean it was ev- the almost everything about it was exact. So I just ordered that. This is a PSA to people that go out to cocktail bars. I will say, things on the menu at at nice cocktail bars that are meant for this reason, they put work. Into that menu. So it's like... Don't fuck with their menu. There's certain, so right. here's, a se- here's a second PSA. It has nothing to do with Garage Time. Mm. Nothing to do with Sun Tzu and the Art of War and uh, Thutmose the Third, Sure. And nothing to do with James Bond. I'm but, mildly convinced this is actually King Tut we're talking about. But it's not. That's, his name is Tutankhamen. Everyone knows that. Mm. Come on. Did you graduate fifth grade? Come on. Anyways. Tut's dad. The point is, there are restaurants like that. Mm-hmm. If you go to a restaurant... And it tells you how the meal is prepared, yeah. how your filet is made, how your veal is cooked. Mm-hmm. You can't say, right. but can I have it medium? The lavender sauce that's going to be in there. there don't touch no, it. Don't, can I, without the mushrooms. You will be fucking It's escorted. a marsala, Becky. You're getting mushrooms. Like, like this is a crafted yeah. entree. Like, if you, if you show up, if you're like, look, I'm going to take the Mr. or the Mrs. out. To a nice anniversary dinner, and you go to a, and you're looking at it like, wow, it looks like this. Big tell is if it doesn't have a price on things, mm-hmm. if it just says this, if no it's pictures. structured, yep. right? If you have a course meal schedule, Ani where it's pasta. like option A, B, C, or D, but it's all spelled out, and you're like, well, I want this, but I want that from that one, and this from this one. You, you get what you get, mm-hmm. and you don't throw a fit, yep. right? And It'll be delicious. Same, same, Eat it. If you're going to wear those shoes, mm-hmm. 
you're going to wear those shoes at a cocktail bar, like you got to bring the A-game. Right. And so anything that we give you here is the A-game. Right. Take any of these out. They might be. They might do it a little different there. That's fine. If it's on the menu, don't fuck with it. But if you go to the bar and it's like the martinis at the bars I frequent, that's on the menu because that's just that's like that's like getting a draft beer for them, right? Also, that's, if that's, you have a cotton candy martini, not a nice cocktail. Yeah, there's there's no Pretend. chocolate chocolate martini with sprinkles on the rim. You're not getting that. That if you girl are, behind the bar has survived off Red Bull cigarettes and Adderall all fucking day. Yeah, and she doesn't need your shit. She hasn't slept in 36 hours. No. She is not a fucking cocktail connoisseur, right? She can make you a mean pre-mix, sour mix Long Island, mm. right? Really heavy-handed. John Taffer would not be happy with her pores, Eesh. but do not fucking show up there looking for the top of the top. Anyways. No, I want to go to a cocktail bar. There's a place downtown. We may have talked about this before. They have one. It's at this company called Wright & Company. It's the restaurant. They One of their drinks is called Daphne's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Comes in a rocks glass. It ends up after the mix. It's like purple. It's got this like floated petrified flower on it. Oh my god! It's got coconut and all these different types of like banana rums and shit in here. And like all of the ingredients are like I wouldn't like this drink at all. Tasted my buddy who got it. He's like, hey, you know, try this. It's fucking delicious. I don't like that, or else I would have ordered it. Tasted it. I'm fucking in love with this drink. There's so many fucking ingredients that I've half never even heard of before. And I'm like, this is fucking delicious. It's an art. I get it every time I go there. All right. Well, let's exit cocktail hour. Yes. I just I had to I had to interject and do we that. had to get out. I of felt it. like we could have, and it's we fine. Fading. We can continue. Yes. But I got to play the fucking sound, and we we, yeah. we we hard break into it. We got to hard break out of it. Right. right. There's procedures here, procedural things. Mm. The engineers and the interns would be mad. But anyways, I mean, I'm down to go to a cocktail bar soon. Mm-hmm. By soon, I mean whenever I'm readily available, which will yes. be some time in November. But, you know, I do need to get a new suit for the Christmas party. I, I also got... need to lose a lot of weight yes. prior to getting a new put suit. Put back on all the weight that I that, lost yeah, to yes. win. yes. So I'm I now I'm restarting diet restarted today actually. Yeah. Fantastic. And the gym starts tomorrow again, which is upsetting. That four in the morning call and you know six hours isn't going to be that very just, fun. I feel like that's just a bit much. I mean, you don't have you literally don't have anything after work. Well, I got some stuff I got to do after work. But I, mean, I want to go with my friend. He can only go in the morning because he's okay. got a child, as you may well know. Trust and he has me, to spend time with you know wife and child. You have as as a parent. So but here's I'm, another PSA. I'm adjusting my schedule here's, to go with them. Yeah. As a, as a parent, here's another PSA for everyone. As a parent or a prospective parent, remember that you have to you have to child. Have to child. more times than not times. You have to child. It is a requirement. Mm. More of a requirement for the children than it is for you. I mean, so I mean, like when I, it really comes down to brass tacks and the feelings are removed, it's more of an issue for them. I mean, then for you, I, I'm not saying take the feelings out of it. I'm just saying if we're getting down to brass tacks here. Well, no, because you have to work, right? From time to time. But are your feelings that, well, I need to do this? No, it's work's feelings that you need to do that. Well, the cocktail bar but gives, you makes still me do. happy and I need the money. Yeah. And well, the car payment. To and, and I want everyone to understand. I said you have to child. I don't mean you have to parent. I don't want an adult right now. 
I don't want to. No, you have to child because most of the things that you do are you childing with said child. Mm. Right? You know how many pretend games I play a day? Mm. The the limit does not exist. Mm. And it's that's part of the bill, and I love it. But you think like, well, I got to do this parent stuff. Yeah, most of the stuff is child stuff. Yeah. Most of it is child stuff. What? Well, it is, uh, it's been a long and distinguished, like many things, mm. not many things in this room, but a long and distinguished episode. Uh, and I think it's time that we bid our farewells. Mm. Um, before we do, be sure to find us on uh, various social medias if that or if they're not still working. Operating, yeah. Probably won't be able to find us on Instagram anymore as we're now public enemy number two behind not Will Smith. Right. But if we're still on there, garage time, uh, garage time pod at gmail.com. If you have any tips of where we can find Will Smith, please send them there. Uh, right. If you are the person Jada is fucking. Right now, also would like please to know. email us so we can get in contact with you and give you the information you need to give to her to put on the podcast about her fucking mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So Will hears it with her, and then he can help out. Not Will Smith at Facebook, or correct? Formerly of Facebook, still um, possibly Will Smith. Un- Unclear, un- yeah, undecided, unconfirmed. Mm-hmm. Un. What would be the What's an hold on channel your inner Sun Tzu. Think of the positive yeah. word you're looking for. Think and of the negative. Think of the yeah. fucking abstract of it. I was going to say, so I say unconfirmed, but like no one's even really put it out there. Well, we have now. It's like unsubstantiated. Well, now it's, but been, is that now it's been alleged through us. Unconfirmed. Alleged by whom? Me. Allegedly unconfirmed. So now it, now we're double neg- Now it is Will Smith. I think it is. I think we just sorted it. Yeah. Okay. So Will Smith. Is the well, Facebook if he's whistleblower. then he's got everything handled. Yeah, never mind. Never yeah. mind, Jada. Keep fucking. Egg signal, put it away. Keep fucking. Have fun. Um, yeah, so Garage right. Time, Garage Time Pod. You can find it. You, you'll know it when you see it. Do all those things. Go out. See the new Bond movie. It's blowing out the box office in England. $113 million first night box office there. Go see that. Watch Michigan beat the, ba- beat the brakes off Nebraska and go, what, 6 and 0? Five and zero, six yeah. and zero, six yeah. and zero, and get. Ooh, also shout out uh, Fury Wilder three. Mm-hmm. It's also Saturday. Deontay Wilder is going to come out with one hundred and thirty pounds of chainmail on again and blame his ass whooping on my costume mm-hmm. was too heavy. Mm-hmm. Might just be cocaine this time. Although Fury came out twenty pounds heavier than the last fight, but I'm sure it is all muscle. Yeah. So maybe, do all those well, things. Maybe like ninety percent muscle. Sorry, ninety percent. Another ten percent beer. A little bit of fun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do all those things. Watch all those sporting events. Go see James Bond. We're going to talk about it next week, most likely. But no matter what you do, make sure you keep those beers cold. Cheers. <laughs>